studios.com if you're awake you washed your underwears you're in your nudes eating cornflakes with split pea and boysenberries dipped in rice milk call us 1-800-893-9562 we're here to answer all sorts of questions anything you want to know if you're not listening to us live make sure that you go to iTunes and you subscribe. Go to Nestorius Public Radio and hit subscribe. I'm your host, Nestor Rodriguez, a.k.a. Yo, 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 ne, 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 Nestorius. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Support for NPR comes from the endowment fund, trying to get more endowed through male stimulants. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy Simon Kaufman. What's up, baby? Yo, we educating people. It's not even just about doing radio shows, guys. It's not just about radio, dude. It's about taking it to the people, the voice of the people, educating, making it happen, showing you what the deal is. We've been there. We can hold your hand through this. That's right. That's right. And uh, on my three is my man Rich C. What's up, everybody? He's got his throat lubricated. Oh. We got, he's got, he's got, I got the, Urban, I got the Ludens. Yeah, he's got, I got the, the Ludens honey licorice kicking. I got the feeling for the flavor of a Pringle in my throat. Yeah, and we got a yo, we got an amazing special guest tonight. Um, uh, Nestorius Public Radio NPR would really love to uh, open our hearts and welcome uh, uh, my new young brother uh, Mason Pryor. What up? What up? What up? Happens to be uh, Richard Pryor's son. You're, you're his third son. Uh, yeah, I'm the youngest. His boy. fifth child. Yes. Right. I did my research before yeah, you I did. Before, you oh, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did all. I did all my research. So uh, yeah, you know we got we got Mason Pryor. It's a special. It's a, yo, your dad. I mean, if you ask, first of all, if you ask any comedian, any comedian, any comedian, who their inspiration was, I would tell them, don't even say Richard Pryor. Don't even say. You tell them Nestor. No, don't even say Richard Pryor because it's obvious. <laughs> Gallagher, no, no, no. it's got to be man, Gallagher. Bobcat man. It's really got to be. Bobcat. Yeah. No, I would say don't mention Richard Pryor because it's obvious. Everybody was inspired by Richard Pryor is George what I'm trying Parton. to say. I would say, no, say, yeah, say something more, you, more original. You, I'd be like, well, who would I say? No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying it. If you ask any comedian. Like what name do I get outside of Richard Pryor? Who else do I get? Like for well, I'm just saying. No, I'm not. I'm not asking you. I'm saying in general, people. Okay. Most 99 percent will say Richard Pryor. Right. Right. So what I was getting at is that like, don't even say Richard Pryor. That's obvious. Is what I'm trying to say. That's okay. obvious. Okay. You know what I mean? But but please. Superfluous. It's superfluous. Superfluous. It's superfluous. It's. But go ahead, Mason. Who do you get when 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 people ask you or or you ask people who their influences are? Who are your influences? You just asked me two questions. I did. You I did. did. Answer which questionnaire. See how it comes at me? A, a, See, that's a, the double questionnaire. And the first thing I'm going to do is to ask you a trick question. It's, it's a, it's a not going to be any Big up for your double dribbling, double asking questions, motherfucker. <laughs> double dragon, bro. This is notorious. The Turn double up. dragon okay. of comedy. Okay. Well, now I'm ready. So answer whichever question you want. To however you want to answer. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, for me... Uh, <laughs> I really rarely ask other comedians, other people, you know, what's that inspiration thing. A lot of times they come up to me and they tell me, you know, they hear like, oh, your dad's with oh, your prior, yeah. you know. And you yeah. you get that whole thing, which right. is, you know, cool because I love hearing stories about my pops anyway. Right, right, Because, right. you know, he had me a little later, so he was right. already calmed down. So I get to hear like real rich. Well, he know? was, he had yeah. been there, done that, ripped around the fucking merry-go-round a few right. times. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go in depth about your dad. Let's you know do what it. I mean? Because... Because and 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 we could do a whole hour on your dad easily. Well, we got an hour, man. We so. got an hour. We have an hour. Uh, we also what well, we got home say. They locked the doors. Home so. we got We're in. That's right. Tonight we have the one and only Mason Pryor. 
We're going to be discussing the documentary by my friend Marina Zenovich, Richard Pryor, Omit the Logic. It's on Showtime. Uh, search your local listings. Uh, we're going to discuss um, maybe a couple little articles if we get to them. The ecosystem inside you about how bacteria uh, helps you uh, uh, digest foods and whatnot. And uh, the case for eating insects, uh, the new protein. Anyway, so uh, we're going to kick it live. You know what I'm saying? We're going to kick it motherfucking live. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So we all saw Omit the Logic. First of all, I met... I met you, Mason, a couple of weeks ago. We were doing a taping for Stars. Right. Um, I had heard about you. Okay. You know, um, uh, you know Richard, Richard Pryor's doing stand-up comedy, you know, but I never thought anything of it, right? You, right, and, right. I, you and I never ran into each other. Not at all. But it just turned out that uh, Marina's film was airing. This was on a Friday. It was airing. Uh, it was a, a, there was a screening on a Tuesday. And right. I asked you if you heard of it, and you were like, nah. Right. I'm like, dude, dude, you you gotta come. Yeah. I said, and you were like, yeah, I'm down. Of course. So we 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 rolled. Well, what else would you do? You somebody come up to you? Hey, you want to watch a movie? Of your dad? Hello. Yeah. Sure. Hello. You're like, so- no, Terminator 17 is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no man, no man. So how do you know the director? No man. Marina? No man, The Shining is playing tonight. I can't go see yeah. no Richard Pryor yeah. movie. How do I know Marina? Marina Zenovich is a good friend of uh, my wife Rosemary. Okay, so wait, slow down, slow down, slow. Down. Is she the director or the producer? She's the director. Okay. Apparently, I don't know the whole story, but I, I, what I what I believe happened is Showtime, uh, or she came, she approached Showtime to do the documentary, and they approved it, and then she went forward okay. moving it. Marina also did a documentary called uh, um, Roman Polanski Wanted and Desired, which is another amazing documentary for those of you out there who are listening and want to uh, 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 do some homework on on, on uh, Miss Zenovich. Uh, do it up. But anyway, we all got the, the opportunity to see uh, Richard Pryor or Mythologic. I was sitting next to you, That's Mason. Right. That's right. Um, uh, how, how was that for you? How, how was that, how was uh, how was that experience for you? I mean, honestly, dude, it was cool. I mean, a lot of the stuff they were talking about, I already knew. I kind of got to. No, no, no. I'm talking about sitting next to me. Oh, sitting next to you. I mean, well, you know, Nestor he had, he, had, he had tried with my thigh a couple times. But, yeah, you know, well, he's sneaky like yeah, that. He was you gotta good know before he Nestor, brought in snacks. You gotta be careful. And, uh, he just know. his hand has a mind of its own. Sitting next to me in the middle of a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, they uh, yeah they call him the double double dragon. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> only Nestor would be that narcissistic. Yeah. You watched this movie about so, your dad. Yeah. yeah, I saw this documentary. Yeah, but what was I like sitting next to you? What was that like? Yeah. Being yeah, in my presence? Yeah. Am I a good movie watcher? Right. No, How no. Did no I fuck do? your dad <laughs> on television. No. How did you feel? This in my movie, five minutes, and you know how narcissistic <laughs> right. I am. But, but, you know, before before we talk about like you know relationship between you know your father or how you like the movie, uh, we have a real important question we got to get to. Do you ever get asked because your because your dad like is there any chick in your life ever I mean, been honestly, in a bar dude, and been I like do, you know yeah I know she's like oh about, my yeah. god I need to bone this like, guy I like got residuals do you ever get residuals? It happened that night. When we <laughs> you know what? The problem is I get I yeah. get that. But it's always like women that wanted to fuck rich when he was the, you know, young, oh, so hip, hot like, stuff. So, so I get like, like women come ladies. up to me like, let me tell you something, honey. <laughs> I just wanted to give it to you yeah. just because of your dad. Okay, yeah. look. Yeah, you're you're a hit at the like summer picnics at oh the church. Oh my god, but, dude, like, retirement but home. But the clubs, pimping. not so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, is he a rap star? Let me tell you something. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest on yeah. air. There's right. nothing like hitting it from the back with a woman with a with a walker. Yeah. She gets the arch in her back, dude, that just does something to it. Yeah. You lift that to pins to the side and lift that moo-moo up. Ooh-wee. Yeah. They call you Skywalker. <laughs> you just hit it. <laughs> Skywalker. Call my dick the fountain of youth. Yes. So, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk a little bit about the film, but before, why don't I go back a little bit? Okay. Tell me, tell me your place in the prior hierarchy of kids. Okay. Not, not necessarily, like, but like, so, 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 well, yeah, it's definitely a lineage bloodline. Right, 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 yeah, right, right. right. Hey, you're, you're I'm mom, on next to the throne for the heir of the, you know, It's temple. like Game of Thrones. Okay, your, mom, your mom was not married. Which you from? Your mom was from not married. Ton family. Yeah. Your mom was not married to No, to she Richard. was not. She he, was not. He was, she was, she was married in, She was in the running. Flynn. She was in the running. 
She made it to like the finals. She was like, between she made five it to and final six. Four. <laughs> but she didn't make it. She she didn't get. She to was it. between five and six. You're yeah. Wrong. Yeah, she was. So how is that? How is that? I mean, when 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 did you? At what point in your life did you say? Or did you realize what it meant that Richard Pryor was your father? At what point? Probably when I got a little older, man. Like what? Like what? Uh, high school. I mean, stuff happened when I was in junior high. Like, okay, I was supposed to take a test one day in junior high, and my teacher pulled me out of the class and had me come out and meet, like, neighbors. So that was pretty cool to get out of class just to go meet some people. He's like, this is Richard Pryor, son. This is my yeah. student. This is so where? I got out of a test just to go oh, and, yeah. like, shake hands with people. What, That's kind of brilliant. Where did yeah. you grow up? I grew up in Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, to be and specific, specific, Pickerington, the suburbs. Right, 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 right. So it okay. sounds cooler when you say Columbus. Well, no, what it is, it's weird, because it's like, you know, you hear somebody tell you, like, where are you from? You tell them the city, and they're yeah, like, oh, right. what part? And then you're like, right. oh, and they're like, that's outside of the area. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, you got you got to say Columbus. No one's going to, you can't be like, where are you from? Pickerington, you know, no, no one knows what it is. Well, I'm in right. California now, which is fucked up, because I get people to ask me, like, where are you from? And I'll tell them Ohio, and they don't even know where that is right. on the map. Yeah, so. yeah. Right. Well, same thing on the East Coast. You, most New Yorkers. Think, think Washington State is like Washington, D.C. Yeah. Right. I actually have to look at it on the map because I never know which Washington is where. Right. Now, see, Washington, that's what it is, <laughs> that region called. Northwest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, I feel even worse for y'all because that's the only other place. Like, what it is is like Midwest, we're like that Northwest is the reason we're not those guys. Because, like, where are you from? The Midwest? Oh, at least we're not Northwest. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Northwest, brutal. Yeah. So, okay. So, okay. So, you were in, in junior high. Right. That was one of your first experiences. Right. Describe another experience. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I mean, it happened when I was younger. You know, I had a, you know, little teacher that used to do some things for me, you know. Right. Yeah. jobs during recess. Right. You know? No. Just the usual. <laughs> really? You did cookies? I had a couple, you I had a couple of babysitters that was really generous. You used you know? to crumble really? cookies on no. your penis and shit? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, keeping the legacy no, 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 going on. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I, I, I mean, like, honestly, I, I was a regular kid in Ohio. Like, you want to go there? I grew up in Columbus in a city, like in a part of Columbus that was just pretty much about do you have money or not? And right. past that, it's no Columbus. One no one cared. Right, 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 no one right. cared. No one my age knows who my dad is, number one. Right. So I didn't get a lot of that hype of that. And then people treated me differently when I started telling people. And that right. happened when I started to be an entertainer. Right. But I'm not necessarily asking you, I'm not asking you how other people treated you, right. per se, once they knew you were Richard Price. And I'm asking you, how was it for you? And what? Yeah, I mean, that's a heavy burden. That's a heavy load. Yeah. You, you, that's, I'm talking well, I mean, about as like, a from kid, that. You know, until I, that, it was all positive up until I started being a performer. As a kid, it was just, you know, oh, hey, you know, luck of the draw. You grew up rich, like. Yeah. You're a prior. Congratulations. Right. So Which, I want to talk about that. Like, what, tell us about some of your performing. Let's talk about what you do. I mean, like you when, know, that, when that transition to me being a performer. Yeah, was tell us like? what you do. Tell the for anyone to listen well, out I'm, there I'm a that comedian. doesn't know. Yeah, I'm a comedian. I've been doing comedy for about six years. Stand up for six years, mm -hmm. all uh, the time in L.A. Oh uh, no, 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 no! I started in Columbus. Okay, what's yeah, the scene a, like I'm out Ohio, there? Ohio. Um, it's cool. We got um, I really did mostly like this place, uh, Scarlet and Gray on uh -huh. campus, just an open mic night, and I did a uh, funny bone at the uh, uh, Eastern. Nice. North. Yeah. No, no. When you come out on stage and people know you're Richard Pryor's son, do you think, I mean, what's that like? I mean, do you, you know, do you think that helps you? Does it hurt you or does it do both? Does I mean, it do different funny, on different nights? Yeah. When I'm trying to get booked and get paid, it helps. Yeah. You know, if I meet that standard, then it's yeah. fine. But if I don't, then it's so much worse. Do people judge you? They judge you pretty harshly. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, he's not his father. And well, of it's course, just like, yeah. Dude, yeah. I had that even, like, in grade school, like, clowning with friends. I had a friend of mine that used to always tell me, like, how are you Richard Pryor's son and not funnier? Like, But this is, you see, this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right? This, is, this, this, this is what I'm trying to get at. Stuff he's a like garbage that. man now. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I, I would always get him back. The stuff, stuff like I, that. You know. What I want to know is, so so at a very young age, right? Yeah. You, 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 you know, like... Okay, you're Richard Pryor. So, what does that mean to you? What did that mean to me individually, or back like then? Like, all right. So, so, at what point did you say? Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm getting at. You forget being a comedian, okay? Right. Being a comedian, and 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 you know, not that not that you're trying to live up or fill your father's shoes, yeah. right? Put that shit aside. Okay, you're gonna get the bullshit from comedians that are gonna be like. Ah, that nigga thinks he's funny. Right. Oh, that nigga thinks just because oh, he's a rich guy. Or this, that, and yeah. the other. Right. Yeah. Fuck all that. That's all bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? 
you, I, I met you. We, you know, yeah. you're you, and and you're who you are. But what I want to know is, like, at what point do you realize, fuck, that was my dad. Right. You know what I mean? Because you weren't alive when half, I mean, like a good portion of the shit he did. Yeah. You know, my man had, I don't know how many heart attacks. He fucking right. set himself on fire. He, like, got got arrested for shooting. I mean, my man was crazy. Yeah. He was fucking out of his mind. Pops. He was Pops. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's for y'all. Y'all like, man, this is crazy. Y'all don't know all the stuff he did. Y'all don't know the half the stuff. Right. Man. I'm sure. True. I'm sure. Imagine the stuff the police didn't file, man. <laughs> I, I, I met this cat. I met this cat last night. Uh, uh, Leslie Smalls. He's a director. Okay. A comedy director. He's directed a few. You can IMDb him. So he's in the process of trying to do a comedy special with A-list comedians at your father's Northridge property, who somebody else purchased. Wow. Right? With the property where he set himself on fire. Yeah. And he fucking ran out to on Parthenia Street. Right. And fucking... Here's the irony of the whole thing. He could have fucking ran to the right. There was a pool <laughs> on the property. Are you serious? Yeah, that's serious. That's, that's a, funny. Straight the fuck up. My that's man funny. ran out onto Parthenia Street and ran out of the street. And he fucking, you know, wow. was, 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 was lit. You know, y y your father was... You know, my, my okay. Here's my first, my early experience of Richard Pryor. It was 1978. Okay. I think I was telling you this earlier. I was about I don't know 14 years old, and at that time, you had to be 18, 19, or whatever to to get into an R-rated movie. Of course, this is New York City. No one gives a shit. You got <laughs> in, and I believe it was live in concert that was playing. Live at the Sunset Strip. No, 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 no. No? Live in Concert is Wanted. Live in Concert is the, the one before Live on the Sunset Strip. So he, Where he's wearing the red silk shirt? That's Live on the Sunset Strip. I'm no, gonna, that's the red silk the suit. the one with the uh, blue. Right. Uh, when he said, uh, what's his name? Um, they sent um, Jim Brown to go put out the right, outfit. Right, right, yeah. right, right. He was like, what you think, I'm, Rich? I'm not, I'm not talking about... great, I'm, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about live, live on the Sunset Strip. I'm talking about live in concert. I okay. Yeah, that, he was that in came, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisiana? No, that's here and now. Okay. That one is here and now. That's when the set was Bourbon Street. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that. But uh, live, live in concert... That was the first one I saw, and he was talking about, I was explaining to you, he was talking about, you know, he wanted to die like his father, right? He said, my dad died fucking, yeah. right? I want to die like that. And he said, you know, my man came and went at the same time. And the re I mentioned this to you earlier, the reason I meant, I, I, it's, it stuck out on me, because I was sitting there in a, in a predominantly African-American with some Latinos where I grew up theater, and everyone's fucking laughing, even the dude who I went with who was around my age. Right. Cracking the fuck up. And I felt like a moron, because I didn't even know what the fuck coming meant. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's weird. But something happened to me. I remember seeing your father on stage and going, God damn. This guy, all he's got to do is scratch his ass and everyone laughs. I was, that's how he had everybody. It was just like, whatever he did, you know, everything could anything could have been a punchline. The one thing I've always taken from watching your father's performances is how so much of stand-up comedy isn't even your jokes. People get hung up on the joke. Oh, I crafted my joke and this and that. Yeah, the joke is, but it's about, it's a live performance. It's about energy. It's about a connectivity, human to human. Right. You know? I'm like that's what I would say. I would I go after people's souls. I don't care if you laugh. You like, go after their souls. Like you literally just go on stage and start shepherding their I, souls. I, in. I use an old <laughs> Wiccan. Uh, you just walk up with a scythe. I have a, I have a bone. Do you uh, have a stick? Bones and uh, some <laughs> some cockroaches that I've concocted in a. Uh, with some incense. It's an old wicked call, and I just take their souls. Knock, knock, who's there? Give no, me no what I'm saying is this. What's funny? Think about it. What's funny to people? People who sit there, so many comics, they have like, you know, it's like, they sit there and they're like, okay, so what's your material? Oh, well, I was at the grocery store today and it's just, meaning like, okay, let me, let me say what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is what's always going to hit yeah. Is when you hit the human experience, your okay. soul. When you connect, everybody has a soul. Some the crowd might be white, some might be black, some might when be this. You when you that's what I'm talking. About. I go for people's hearts and souls, right, right. and that's what your dad. Did. You, you 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 go for connecting with the audience is what you're saying. Your father is credited in stand-up comedy history as the first comedian to ever talk about his own personal life, upbringing, and emotions. Before your dad, it was my mother-in-law, right. you know, my right. wife. Take and, my wife, please. Yeah. Right. Why is but, it every like time I go to the bank? Well, you know? they were mm -hmm. Your father, but here's the thing. 
Yeah, I have crazy stories. I'm sure you got crazy stories. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing stand-up comedy for a while. What your father did is almost fucking, to me, it's not impossible, but it's a tall order. Sharing those stories, okay? Right. In, 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 in a comedic form that everyone can relate to was 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 it's it's almost like an out of body experience for, for for dude I've listened to your fucking father's tapes um here I'm going to play one Let's I'm going to play it. niggas versus police okay love to play with fire sort of hurting on your ass man you know they really degrade you. White folks don't believe that shit. Don't believe cops degrade. Oh, come on. Those beatings, those people are resisting arrest. I'm tired of this harassment of police officers. Because the police live in your neighborhood, see? And you be known them as Officer Timpson. Hello, Officer Timpson. Going bowling tonight? Yes, uh, nice pinto you have. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't know them like that. See, white folks get a ticket, they pull over. Hey, officer, yes. Glad to be of help. Hey, oh. Nigga got to be talking about, I am reaching into my pocket for my license. <laughs> yeah, that's real shit. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that? Because I, I don't want to be no motherfucking accident. <laughs> Police degrade. I don't know. You know, it's awful. You wonder why a nigga don't go completely mad. No, you do. You get your shit together. You work all week, right? And then you get dressed. You make, you may say, can't make $125. We get $80 if he's lucky. Right? And he go out, get clean, be driving with his old lady, going out to a club, and police pull over. Get out of the car! That was a robbery! A nigga looked just like you! All right, put your hands up, take your pants down, spread your cheeks. Now, what nigga feel like having fun after that? <laughs> no, let's just go home, baby. You go home and beat your kids and shit. <laughs> you gonna take that shit out on somebody. Yeah. You were gonna say I had um what's crazy about that. What's crazy about that? I had uh I'm clearly people that know me knew I grew up in Pickerington. I grew up in a suburb, but I had like hung out with my friends, you know, in the city or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um I'm not even gonna say hood. Cause this is LA. They take their ghettos to a hole in their love. I'm not trying yeah. to. Like, yeah, like, they ain't no hood. I'm down with y'all, man. Yeah. 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 They ain't no the hood. First time I went to an LA place and uh, like in a hood somewhere and I saw 150 crips. I was like, oh, that's what a gang looks like. like yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've always said, people say, oh, it's a bad neighborhood. No, three guys hanging on a quarter. Exactly. That's not a bad that's neighborhood. That's not a bad. 50 plus guys, that's a bad neighborhood. Whenever 50 people assemble doing nothing exactly. on an afternoon. Exactly, that's the craziest thing. You'll right. see like 200 dudes uniformly dressed to go to the supermarket. Like, hey, cuz, hey, cuz on everything. I need cause. eggs. I need eggs. <laughs> get the crew together, dog. Like, who hates you that bad? You need 200 people to walk with you to get some muffins. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Go get some eggs. Right. Shit. But yeah, I'm sitting there. Uh, we did a show. And me and my boy Mike uh, just get done doing the show. We're leaving out. We're hitting the uh, main uh, main street. And uh, the police come and swoop us. And this is like uh, on campus at Ohio State. So this isn't the most, you know, right. safe neighborhood to be doing nonsense. Right. Police are on it. So he whoops him. My dude, Mike, immediately throws his hands up like this outside the car. Raises his hand. Hands up. Both of them just <laughs> did not move. Didn't right. park the car. Didn't just. Right. That's fucked up. It was up. so funny. That's crazy. Dude, it was so funny. That's crazy. I don't know why I just did a visual joke on air. No, you, I had to describe it. He raised his <laughs> hands. on the radio. I was like, what happened? He raised his hands like a black, like a guilty black man. In the middle of the, uh, in the middle of a white neighborhood. That's what I did. Yeah, that's what he did. You know, but the thing about what your dad did, in order, I think, in order to be able to do that, in order to be able to command the audience on that level, you have to kill every like sacred sacred cow in you. Like mm -hmm. you can't care mm -hmm. about your reputation. Like one of the things I love about stand up, and it's for me, I've been doing it seven years, so just like a little bit longer than you, and it's almost become its own spiritual journey. Because you have to kill yourself, in a sense, to find yourself, yeah. to be able to deliver yourself yeah. on stage. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's this own journey into yourself. And you you can't care about people's opinions. You really have to get over it or else you have to go home. Yeah. And and it's hard because we're conditioned to f care about what people say about us here or say about here. And that's really the journey is just to really, I'm here, to, I'm here in this physical form to deliver this. 
and I'm going to try to do it, and I don't care what people say. And that's one of the things your father did. And that's what, that's what talk about real. What's right. real? Real is real. No facade, no ego, no uh, reputation. Really, really, really real. Really just, real. I think, you, yeah, you're getting it. You just have to be truthful to yourself and, and, and all the bad and good about it. But most of the truth inside everybody is not all, it's not good. Right. If you're really being truthful, I mean, when you're telling a story, you're talking about yourself, most of the time people are trying to sugarcoat it, make it better, you know, talking themselves up or whatever. But... You know, your father didn't do that at all, right. you know, you know, and, and, and it's talking about your ego or talking about your being a man and all that and, and all that. But it, it, it's talking about how shitty the ego is or how your ego will get and get you in trouble. And if you were I think if you're truly, you know, you, you can do what you said, just expose yourself at that that soft underbelly. People will will accept you, appreciate you, and, and probably find some place within themselves that they can uh, relate to and, and like, holy shit, it's the gospel truth, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> you know? You could, yeah, you can fillet yourself open. I mean, they, they, you they just to, became right? these, uh, these colorful stories. Yeah, but here's the other thing. The journey is not, you know, here, Richard Pryor, I believe, had done two recordings before he did his first concert movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, in 1971, he did a movie called Live and Smoking. If you watch the movie, you will see someone who is complete, completely bombs. It's his first recording, video recording. Okay, when you look at this, you realize that, you know, he evolved into who you came to see and, and, and believe and, and identify with. Is right? that the one where he has the stuff written in the background, like the food prices written in the background? Yeah, he's in, he's in the East Village, in, uh, yeah. West Village. And there's like the City. prices of the food up in the yeah, background. He says, yeah. he says, I suck a dick. Did you? I mean, it's so uncomfortable that, that yeah, I'm like, did Richard just say that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the, the point is that you're, you're right. What you just said, you have to cut yourself open, but that doesn't happen automatically. You have to find your voice, and sometimes that takes forever. What makes it takes years, 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 maybe a lifetime. So, some people never get to it in in stand up comedy. Some people never get to it in real life. That's what makes your father brilliant. Okay, because you you said that you watched the movie and and there wasn't too much of what you hadn't seen before. I I wasn't aware that. In the in the mid '60s, late '60s, he was hired to do some gigs in Las Vegas. Now, that's a lot of money for anybody, yeah. let alone a black man, let alone a black comedian. Okay, and he goes out on on to do one of his shows, and I believe he's performing right around the same stage as Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, those guys. And he realizes that he's uh, he's just performing to please the white audience and he comes he has an epiphany and he says fuck this shit i'm not doing this and he and he starts cursing and going crazy whatever right the booker and owner of the 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 hotel calls his agent and says uh, you know he's literally swinging on swinging chandelier. from the chandelier right exactly yeah. and he says and he says he's that's it yeah he's gotta go. he's, he's gotta go so he fucks up his engagement in vegas which is a lot of money yeah but that's but he wasn't speaking truthfully from himself but but how many people what i'm saying is how, how many, many people, people can people, do that and take take and, that and then and then right. go he disappears yeah. he goes to san francisco according to the documentary and and he becomes a hippie for i don't know some months maybe a year then he comes back to la no before and he came back he he then went on the chitlin circuit for a while he did. they didn't talk about that in the documentary but he went he he rediscovered himself in the south in the okay. clubs that like Mom's Mabley and all these okay. Red Fox used okay. to perform okay. in. Okay. That's where he went. And you know what's also interesting? You you bring up an interesting point about that one video that was filmed, the, one of his first tapings in the East Side. No, and the, being, the first video yeah, recording, concert yeah, recording. Being comfortable with himself and, and whatnot. He even gets more comfortable with himself as the show goes on. You even see the inter. Not only do you see the internal change over the course, of, you see it within the sixty minutes. Right, 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 right. right. The first two part, the first half of the show, it's uncomfortable. And then he starts, and then he starts to settle in. You know, yeah, I um, think stand up's a lot like that. I think it's like baseball. I find like this. My problem with stand up is I always come out of the gates hot for like the first five minutes, right. and then I settle in too bad, where I'm like, oh, I got him, and then I start just having bad habits and going off on different things 
and then I lose him. So like I'm like the pitcher that comes out for the first three innings and then gets knocked up in the fourth and has to like settle back. You know what I mean? Versus like, you know, there are times. Uh, yeah, I usually come out strong and then I, if I'm gonna lose him, it's gonna be like maybe 10, 15 minutes in after I feel like oh I got him, and Dude, then I'm you, just for like me. It's like if I go on stage, usually they love me off top, just flat out. Yeah, know? it's Richard Pryor's son, and they right. immediately. But I'm more of a mellow person when I warm up people. Like, you know, I can't come out on stage. I don't have that, you know, where a lot of comics come in, they'll have that joke where it comes into music, you know, intro music. Hey, yeah. how y'all doing? What's good, mother sucker? I don't yeah. do all that hype stuff. How y'all out there in yeah, the background? You know, I'm more, you know, come in and it's like, either you're going to love me or I'm going to get you. But once I got you, dude, it's like smooth sailing from there. I okay. rarely lose a crowd once I have them. Here, I'm gonna For me, play. it's just bad habits. Right. I start play. going off about something that has nothing to do with nothing because right, I'm like, you're my friend now. Yeah, so I've, I've gotten, gotten, off about script, I've gotten like too <laughs> far off the script. Like yeah. my stand-up style is, it's the script is made to be driven off of. Right. I'm not on the script. It's like a road. I get an off-road. But sometimes I just get crazy off-road. I'm drinking on stage. You know? Do you ever get so bad? Like, like I know for me, I'll tell, you know, you'll live a life experience, right? You'll write the joke about it. But then you'll go up there and perform the joke. But if you feel like the crowd is so close to you, like they're your real connection to friends, you start telling more of the story and shit. I had a joke, dude. I almost fl slipped up, said the girl's name in it. Like, yeah. I'm in the middle of this bitch over here, <laughs> such and such. I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah. I messed yeah. up, said her name, like where she grew up and stuff. I'm like, man. I switch yeah. the story enough. So I try to switch it enough so that if she listens. I mean, sometimes they do know I feel bad, but you know. Right. I, yeah. I found a clip of Richard Pryor uh, live and smoking, okay? I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I have a list. <laughs> no, it's exciting. I'm very excited you. and stuff. I'm glad y'all didn't move. A lot of y'all. Well, I imagine a lot of y'all will be leaving doing my shit, but that's cool, too, because that should be in the, in the film. <laughs> and uh, like to, I, I, I hope I'm funny and shit, you know, because... You know, just to be a nigga standing up here and just be saying nothing. <laughs> Ain't shit. But I hope my shit is funny. And I like to... I always wanted to do that, man. You know, white dudes used to do that in gym class. After they take a shower, they come out the shower and be going, Hi, Dick. Can you do that? No, but I will tomorrow, motherfucker. <laughs> Get a process and shit, yeah. Be Puerto Rican. You know he's mixed. You be Puerto Rican with a process. In the Midwest, Puerto Ricans was famous. Not like in New York. I told you my grandma. No, because they got a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York. But in the Midwest, they don't have many Puerto Ricans. They have like three in the whole Midwest. I was one of them. I was giant. <laughs> but I had my shit together. Me wey, mo ke mo ne mo ne ndre deo ne ne Got some pussy too. <laughs> Only thing that gave me up when I was coming. Oh shit! <laughs> That's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> Always wanted to be something. I never wanted to be white. Hope not all lying. <laughs> no, I always wanted to be something different, you know, than a nigga, because niggas had it so rough. I tried to be, you know, a black cat with neat hair. I thought that was the problem, the hair. I said, hey, then why they dig me? So I got a process. Wrong. <laughs> anyway. So I mean, the difference between this is first. This is this is billed as his first concert film. Okay? It's the truth, man. Okay, it's at the uh, the New York City Improv. The first the improv, but, but Friedman's uh, uh, original uh, improvisation was the name. The what, that's the, where it is. That's what that was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. That know was that. at the improvisation. Yeah. So, so the interesting thing about that is that it's nowhere near of the Richard Pryor that you know in as like that. Yeah. Yeah, like live in concert, live on the Sunset Strip. That's what made him who he is, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the shit, man. This yeah. is the type of shit that you're talking about splitting yourself up, but that's painful to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? He probably goes on while he's smoking cigarettes. He doesn't look like he's high at all. He's kind of pretty straight. Now, we, we saw three tapings of, of live on the Sunset Strip, was it? Oh, no, live in concert. Yeah. And then the, he came out in Long Beach, and the first one, the, t the first recording, as you were saying, Rich, uh, earlier, he bombed. He completely bombed. Mm -hmm. and, he, and, and it was recorded. 
and he says, you know what? Uh, you guys paid a lot of money. Um, I... I I'm go- I'm just gonna go because this ain't really working. And, yeah. and and he did the show again the next night. It's amazing to me though that he could do. I mean, the performance the next night was just it, in in just so amazing. It you wasn't know? right to to come back from that though. To come back from just like. You know, he, like he's never been on stage before or something, you know, and then the next night just fucking he wa- knock it out of the he park. He wasn't you know? right. This is what yeah. we're talking about. Simon, you're talking about connecting with the soul, with the heart, connecting right. with the audience. If you go out on stage and the first thing you start doing is, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, you're, you're trying to do some formulaic bullshit that, you know, Maybe the joke is written funny and it's and it's well, but that's not what's going to be funny. What's going to be funny is how it's coming through the vessel, you, right? Right. And and what makes it funny coming through you is your connection yeah. to people. Yeah. And your connection to people is dictated, or the joke is dictated by the timing of it, right? The yeah. ebbing and the flowing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it was also one of his first... Uh Big shows back after the fire, after burning himself. So no, no, kinda... no, that's live on the Sunset Strip. Oh, yeah, that, you're, you're confused. Man, you keep calling everything that Sunset Strip. Yeah, yeah, show. yeah, 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 yeah. Richard, he told he's crazy. He's telling me all these stories about Rich Pryor before too. Uh, live on the Sunset Strip, he's wearing the red outfit with yeah. the black shirt. Yeah, I'm talking that's about. The, I thought you were talking about from the documentary. Yeah, but that was live in concert. That was the. That was that was. It was recorded two or three. No, excuse me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is yeah, live, you on are no, live on the Sunset Strip. They were re- supposed Sunset to record. Strip. No, you're right. I'm sorry. They what? recorded twice. The first right, one right, he right, bombed. Right. He only did about an hour. He was right, supposed right, to do right. an hour and a yeah, half. Right, and then right. he was yeah, like, "Look, apologies. it's just not happening." My apologies. Yeah. Came See, back the next night. Actually, my bad, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah my it's apologies. all good. I wasn't you know, yelling. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do a lot of. I'm over here in the corner. I just, I didn't do anything. I wanted to beat me up outside after this thing. Yeah. I remember what when you, six, three? <laughs> <laughs> you are I, rich. I don't, I don't want any okay, issues. So he might, so, might beat me up. But Live on the Sunset Strip was recorded, the album, in two or three different locations. Okay, yeah, remember yeah, you yeah. Thought yeah, it was we, yeah, we had that conversation, store? yeah. Right. So, and it wasn't. It was recorded at the, the Long Beach Amphitheater or some shit, the, 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 first, the first two times, the first two episodes of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... We were talking about earlier about connecting with the audience, right? And we're talking about um, being a comedian, right? And and how you you know split yourself open, blah blah blah. And you we were talking about um, here and now, the the concert in New Orleans. So I got a clip, and it's it's no it's noted as um, um, the clip that uh, he's heckled, and of course, here we go. He's he's I I I think this is just as brilliant as the live and smoking clip mm-hmm. because no, see, y'all spawn see y'all don't know about that coal and shit back like up in Illinois where I'm from so y'all get some coal I guess I get coal here get fifty yeah. <laughs> y'all get mad the mother said you know what fifty outside man. Yeah, and fucked up my day. Yeah. <laughs> Back there, man, in Chicago in the Midwest, boy, it gets cold. I'm talking about cold. Make you change your... What is... This ain't Johnny Carson, motherfucker. The wind be waiting on your ass around the corner like this, me. Waiting for you to come outside. Here you come. And that shit, boy, I, I came from California. I hadn't been home about five years. And I went back home, and I had some summer shit like this, you know. And, and it was cold. That wind waited for me to get into the street. It didn't even do nothing while I was walking through the airport. As soon as I got outside, it was like, get your shit shit up around your head. Fucking <laughs> and you can't be prejudiced in the winter because it's too cold. Right? You be trying to find a doorway. <laughs> hey, man. It's cold. Be prejudiced in summer. Fuck it. It's all right now. Bullshit. Bullshit. My dick. 
People in the audience get hostile. You drunk, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. I, I stopped drinking. I haven't had, I used to drink a lot. Stop. I've been seven months. That's a strange, it's a, it was really, it's really strange. Huh? Oh, you don't have to. I know you ain't gonna believe it because you fucked up. I, I don't. Hey. Shit. No, I just thought I'd try that for a while. You know, after 20 years. <laughs> Give yourself a break. I'll probably die tomorrow. <laughs> Trying to slow down, you know. But it's different. Don't do that. Well, What's that, Brent? <laughs> no, I've just been through, like, a life in your life. I guess you go through changes in your life, you know? You get one moment and you just fucking change. Something happened in my life just fucking changed my mind about all the shit. Motherfucker, you go home, be fucked up. You well, how's my mama? I beg your pardon. I'll slap you in the mouth with my dick. One at a time, please. I'm gonna finish with this motherfucker asking me about my mama. Yeah, that's okay. <clears throat> what makes this clip even just as good or like just as important as that live and smoking is because again he's sober he's a little out of his element you know what I mean now, now, now you're, you're performing on a different wavelength right the worst thing that can happen for a comedian is to be on stage where it's kind of black out there you just see lights and some motherfucker starts yelling shit out of left field. It's almost as if somebody's throwing a fucking shoe at you and out of nowhere hits you in the head when you're, when you're, when you're having a speech. Yeah, it's, it's completely different, especially even like a comedy club, because you can see them in a club. Yeah, well, it's, always, it's easier if you can see them because you can look at them and pick right, them apart. Right, like, exactly. What are you? What's wrong? You know, but yeah. if you don't even know... Because sometimes you, get, you don't even know which side of the room to turn right, to. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. It's so fucked up. The first time I watched this 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 uh, concert, I was like... And, and the thing is, he doesn't even get upset. He doesn't even get pissed off. He's very nonchalant, and he's smooth with it all. You know, you know what what's I mean? crazy to me is like how much they still love him. Where they can heckle him, but they're not trying to go in. They're just having fun. Yeah. But it's almost like people look at Richard like, that's my boy Rich. Like, no, but they just say like, shit because they, exactly, they know exactly. They want him. They want to incite him. Like, exactly. Hey, they, they they wanna, yeah. yeah, but they that want, guy was an asshole. Right, me. exactly. Because it's like, I'm on film about to do this big show. And he's like, Rich, my G, what's good? But it ain't even my G. Right. My man is like, my man's like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, and that, and, my, and that you're rich. You fucked. Up. I mean, come on, dude. The guy's doing his, his set. You know what I mean? Anyway, it was it, when I first saw that I said, "Wow!" It just kind of blew me blew me away. I'm gonna play one more clip because this other clip I remember um, when I first got the 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 CD compilation uh, and it's deep too which is a Warner Brothers uh, compilation, which is pretty dope, actually. It's got about, like, fucking 12 albums. Um, I remember having the idea that wouldn't it be funny to do a bit about a, chi a stuttering Chinese person, right? <laughs> and I'm watching, I'm listening to the fucking audio, and I'm like, uh, no, it won't. Because Richard already did it. Right. <laughs> Which is fucked up because you can't listen to Richard. You can't really You can't you can't really listen too much of, of it cause cause if they ever had like an ethnic IQ test, you know the Chinese gonna win. Right? Any motherfucker eat with two sticks has got to win. You ever try to be fucking with them sticks, Zach? You could starve to death. A lot of this shit. They be starving in India and won't eat them cows. Mother says it's a religion. If I lived in India, Jack, I'd wake till about three in the morning. There wasn't nobody around, Jack, and get me a two by four. I'd be out there in the street, I'm like, mmm. 
said, we're going to eat tonight, baby. <laughs> what about the reincarnation? I said, I'll worry about that shit when I get back. I'm hungry tonight. You know what I, I wanted to tell you about a Chinese restaurant? I went in and I heard the funniest shit that I'd ever heard in my life was a Chinese person that stuttered. <laughs> I had never heard a Chinese person stutter in my life. That, and this motherfucker was off into it. He done my looks. <laughs> and his friends was trying to help his ass. I'm like, don't you follow me? <laughs> that motherfucker was still the mother. <laughs> Chinese people be fucking with you. I think it's cause niggas order everything on the menu. <laughs> I know my friends do when we go to the restaurant. Niggas be talking about, you got any pork fried duck? <laughs> Some chopped suey chitlins? I got one friend, he always orders biscuits and shit. You got any biscuits back in there, motherfucker? I'm gonna stop up this chopped suey. I ain't leaving shit. The nigga drinks the hot mustard. Name David, he just drink the mustard, David. Yeah, that shit hot, but ain't like in Louisiana. <laughs> Chinese people bring a bill to your ass, too. Right? You say, $48 for what? You know, and they always get smooth. Yeah. You'll have two lots of imperial And if you really don't understand, they send that stuttered motherfucker over there to explain to you. You just throw your money out to here, motherfucker. Take some. Leave me the fuck alone. I always ask for the check before I'm finished and make them mad, right? You got two more dishes. Oh, they hate you. Say, man, I can't eat no more of this shit. You order shit, you eat shit. That's funny shit, man. I mean, you know, just a storytelling um, um, uh, gift, whether it's his own, you know, personal life experience or his own take on stuff. Right. You know, that's, that's fucking magic. And very difficult to do. Just very difficult to Extremely. do. Extremely. And my man, my man makes it look like, you know. Effortless. Effortless. You know, but anyway, I mean, check out those two, those two, uh, uh, those early uh, concert, the early concert uh, film, Live and Smoking, and then definitely Here and Now, so you can check out the Heckler stuff. Yeah, man, so I just wanted to, um, I want to go back before, I mean, we're, we're, we're uh, I, w- I want to go back to, like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, the hierarchy of, of, or where you are in, in, in the relation with with your brothers and sisters. I mean, you all come from different moms and shit. Right. And, you know, that, that's that got to be weird. You know no, it I mean? just makes us black. Just makes you black. That's it. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I mean, I have I have my own problems with my own sister. We have the same mom. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like... What, you Puerto Rican? Yeah, you you're know what? <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> I'm black. There you go. I'm from Ohio. If you're not white, you black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm black. No doubt. No doubt. But I'm saying, it's like, um, so... Do you... Are you... Are you... Your relationship with... with with Rain or Richard Jr. I know you and I spoke about... The kids, honestly, it was crazy. You would think that we would not get along. We all get along. We just weren't raised together. Like, the older three and the younger three are separated just genuinely because they're the same age as our parents. And it's right. really hard to have somebody that's a sibling that tells you everything to do, just like a parent. Right. Like, I remember my mom told me a story how she um, and Rich, when they were dating, she's like mid-20s, young mid-20s. Your mom. Yeah. She's, Rich told him, you know, take them all to Disneyland. And I want you to hold the money. And she's like, why don't you give it to your daughter? She's 17. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so it's like, you know, so mm-hmm. for us, it was like my older sisters and my brother looked at the younger three, like me, Steven and Kelsey, the younger three, 
like almost like oh yeah what's going on you're almost my child almost right you know right so then you know we dealt with that but outside of that we all got along it was mm -hmm. our parents mm -hmm. our it, parents hated each other isn't mom, one of uh isn't one of your sisters doing comedy yeah right yeah, okay. she's still doing comedy. Yeah, oh, still does. she does a uh, no. She's not just a comedian. Rain does a full on, performance. Like, performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she sings. Like acts. A one woman show. Yeah, type it's thing. called Fried Chicken and Locker. Right. Very talented. Right. Very good show. Right. Very good. Show. Where can we check it out? Or any of our uh, listeners? She's, I have no idea. I man. read. I read. Oh. I read her book. I mean, I was you know, jokes. My father. Yeah, never yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to read as much. I mean, I you know I have this. I don't know. Do I, they know about your picture? Uh, who? The Your pic picture. Oh, I'll probably post it up on yeah, other Yeah, man. Y'all got to put that. He's got a picture, man, in his oh, living yeah. room. My painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah his painting. painting. That, yeah. His painting. Yeah, yeah, Richard Pryor, man. Yeah, I do painting. have a dope-ass painting that I did. He has a dope-ass painting. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, I performed with your brother, one of your brothers, who was in that documentary in uh, Birdland in New York City. Or he was singing. It was a yeah, music. Richard Jr. Richard Jr. Richard Jr. It was yeah, a musical but sing. I got up and did stand-up. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Birdland, which I think is Charlie Parker, right? Yes. That's Birdland's club, right, yes. at, right in the theater district. I yes. did a show there. I've never been to New York. On, uh, well, what you, is it? On Monday nights. On good. Monday nights, I think it is, uh, they do this like historic open mic that's been like popular forever. You know who else stopped by? The lady from the Brady Bunch that played, I think, Jan, who she's a Broadway actress and singer, does a lot of TV stuff. Okay. And so I all, thought she was going to say she was telling jokes. I had a horrible set. I, I did horrible that night. Well, you don't have to tell That's us. not true. I didn't do that bad, but well, here's what happened. Whenever you're doing comedy at something, the guy, the MC didn't announce me as a comedian. Oh, so, so I come out and they're expecting me to sing. A you, rapper. They had to, dude, in order to do stand-up at us where everyone's singing, which is already hard as it is. Right. Okay. At a place like that that's world-class, you have to say, guys, uh, we're going to take a break from the music. Our next guy's doing jokes. Because now I have to come out and be like... My first thing I said was, uh, I'm not singing, I'm here to do comedy. And by then, you are, you know, it's just like, it was immediately out. they're oh, let down. This, yeah. I didn't come here for this. And right. you know me, I'm always doing new jokes all the time. I, did, I started into a brand new joke. I just came up with the afternoon, but that's me. Yeah, you hey. know me. You know me. Yeah, you can you catch know me, me like the ABC, EPMD. Hey, yo, I want to give a big, like. So we rap? No, okay. no, no, no. Oh, rap. We'll rap it. We'll rap, rap it a little rap, bit. Rap, 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 rap. I want to do a little, um, a little um, kind of um, rest in peace to Ray Manzarek, the uh, a keyboardist from The Doors. You know, he, I, maybe you do, maybe you don't know. He passed away, actually, uh, this, like a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, he was uh, one part of The Doors. He was... The, the keyboardist, keyboardist was the best. If you go back and listen to The Doors, Jim Morrison was great with his poetry and his music, but right. the real trippiness of The Doors is the is the keyboard. Right. It's right. like the real funky that right. takes you right. takes okay. you away. Okay. I am going to I'm going to play I'm going to play a track. One of one of the the classic uh songs that they did was Riders on the Storm and 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 you can hear his keyboard finesse, but I'm going to play you uh, uh, a different version of Riders on the Storm, uh, and it's from the album Yonder Boy, Shallow and Profound. Yonder Boy is uh, is a young kind of like fucking I don't know European kid with a Kurzweil uh, uh, keyboard, and he fucking put this whole album together. Now peep this shit.
That's uh, Yonder Boy, Shallow and Profound. Riders on the Storm. That's their uh, interpretation of the track. That's pretty dope, man. Just a little different. Just a little shout out. A little uh, tribute to uh, um, the late Ray Manzarek. Big up Ray Manzarek, you bomba clad, pussy clad, playing the keyboards, man. Big up. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we're coming down to uh, to uh, winding down on the show, but um, yeah, man. I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna have you back. We're gonna have you back on the show because uh, you know it's like you know forty five minutes of talking about, about my dad. Not just we're about have your back dad. To a freestyle rapping session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have me back and actually have me able to talk about myself. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. My yeah. whole life has been like this. Oh, 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 about oh, your dad. Oh, yes. Well, why did you the tell me that? Hold on, hold on. Hey, Nick, 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 Nick. We have an hour special hold show. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. We want yeah. you to do something. Hold on, you know what? How did he make talk about it? Right. Well, how did he make, did he make him like, oh, what kind of socks did hold Richard Pryor wear? Hold on. <laughs> We're going to start the show all over, man. Start the show. Let me tell you something. I got pussy I can't be here all night. You know, this guy's other than Jenda over here. You know, he's making shit happen. I, yeah, I, I didn't know. Now I know. You don't right. want to talk. Okay, see. We could have No, I'm not mad. You know I love my pops, man. Come yeah, on. yeah. No, we, well, I tried to find out what the hell was going on with, with you. Yeah, then you started playing 20-minute clips of Richard Pryor and shit. Well, because they're relative. We're talking about, you know, stand-up comedy. Not gonna, I'm not going to interrupt Rich. Yeah. <laughs> They were very, just coming after me. They're very, they're very relative clips to and what's I, going on. Richard Pryor, boy, on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that nigga to shut up and play his song again. So, where can our listeners find you next? Where can they? Uh, what uh, did you say, nigga? <laughs> and Esther, where can we find you next? Where you? Where your upcoming shows? Uh, I'm doing LA locally all the time. Okay. All so the do you, time. So, do you have a website um, or Facebook, Twitter? Yeah, I got where, all social people media. Get everything. Facebook, Twitter. How can people Instagram. get a Everything's you under my name. You can go to Mason my Pryor. page, Nestorius. You can literally just go to Mason Pryor. <laughs> Everything is under my name. I've, I, you can Google me, dude. I've been like that my whole life. Not yeah. even on some, like, Google me, bitch. Yo, like, Google this, bitch. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Yo, on my Google. Yeah, yeah Rich Pryor was too famous. I, my whole life has been on the web I since see. I was born. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that, what is it, anonymity thing? Anonymity. Anonymity. Anna. Anna. Ne. Ne. Midi. Midi. Hey, you know Anna? She's a lovely gal. Anna. Anonymity. Anna. Anonymity. Anonymity. Oh, we, we actually there you go. I, you know, you know what I do? You, you, what do you do? What do you do like to support your income? Whatever the fuck I want, baby. Well, you know what I do? What you do? I teach black people how to say anonymity. That's one of those words yeah. that they have a hard time it's saying. It's the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, I go to the projects and I go... Anonymity. And I actually go to Nestor's house and uh, do marriage counseling. So he's <laughs> <a good one. laughs> you, you, haven't, you haven't met my wife yet. She said she told me you, she said you're cute. That's what she told me. That's the worst thing that I know. Do it. Let me tell you something. And I'm not gonna say no names because I don't want to get nobody in trouble. Right. But um, I used to live in Malibu. Right. And um, all I'm saying is one time I was living basically. I was staying with some people. Right. And, um, some people that knew people. It was no some grown people. Yeah. They basically like they let me rent out the room. Right. Malibu's expensive. I sure. couldn't, you know. Yeah. Sure. So I'm there, right? And I come out, and it's like I'm coming out to my side of the like the the house. Yeah. That's how rich they are. They right. Got, they, right. I right. Have right. My own side. Right. And his wife is walking down, and I see her, and I don't have a shirt on, dude. Right. Three weeks later, I was kicked out. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, wow. you gotta go. You, uh, you gotta go. Did you touch your nipples when she was coming out? No, I, didn't, I wasn't even that bad, man. I didn't, you know. I mean, I was jacking off and shit, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I, was I in mean. The bushes. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Was, was that a house up in Truncus Canyon? No, it was up, actually up was... past, um, what was it? Um, Because I was at that house. Yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what else you gotta add to your what? classes? Uh, the word Costco. <laughs> Costco. My brother's yeah. always like, hey, I got a Costco's card. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, we're going down to Costco's. Yeah. The brothers that go to Costco's. Costco's. Or Fred Myers. <laughs> it's not Fred Myers, Fred Myers. Right. Is that hey, what it is? We're going to wrap this up. We can't let it wrap up after letting the white man say some foul racist shit. Yo, y'all hear You just going to let him get away with no, that? No, say racist shit. Name, find me one black guy that says Costco card. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Costco's Costco's. Card. What was you doing every in Costco? Every 
everywhere. I'm from Seattle, so Costco's is from Cos- is from okay. Seattle. Every black guy I know is man. This, I'm going to Costco's. Really? No, it's Costco. Costco. I thought we fooled Walmart, man. <laughs> yeah, Costco's. No, that's, Costco's. Costco's. that's for the rednecks. The Walmart. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you want to see some sweet people? Go to a Walmart some at three nice, o'clock. Good There'll be some people, people looking for fucking fishing reels at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers don't get you. you I, I'm going worming, and I, I you know. All, all hey, the lakes Walmart is shit. amazing, dude. You all can the get lakes a gun, are all the lakes are groceries. closed, but they're going worming. Oh man, right. they're yeah. fucking crazy. Unbelievable. We're gonna hang a n- nice blanket on nails to hang our painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Walmart is a fucking trip. Oh, yeah. In some towns in America, there's nothing going on. But that Walmart? But Walmart. Oh, no. Walmart's like a shopping mall, certain place. No, it's like, the epicenter call, of fucking dude, society. What do we, we, we call them? Uh, Kroger Cuties and Walmart Wifies. There you go. Yeah. You'd, go, you'd go, like, I'm going to Walmart, and you'd get fixed, especially high school and stuff when you ain't got nothing to do but that in the mall. Walk around for two hours straight at the Walmart. <laughs> Hanging out at the Walmart, get some right. JoJo potato wedges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pricing the bananas and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom lets you go somewhere, like, you know, go you to the corner store and get this. Yeah, yeah, you don't give a shit where to go. You just want right. to get out of the Dude, house what? and go someplace where there's drive? people. Pricing the bananas and shit, the yeah. cornflakes and shit. What, yeah, what? Use the word house very right. liberally. Uh, it's more like one? a double wide. Walking by girls don't have nothing to say, just to send twirling keys and some. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What up? <laughs> That's what they did. Okay. Yeah, I drive. All right. I got a car. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have an Astro van. I, I drive, drive this. I drive my house. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Winnebago. Which for kids comes out as, I got somewhere we can have sex. Literally. <laughs> no, <laughs> but the chicks go. are the best, dude. I'm serious. If you find a good country girl, ooh, forget these city girls. Every city girl out here, I'm a princess, bitch. No, you're not. You know why? Because you have no castle, no horse, and no army. You have a shitty dog, and your dog doesn't even listen to you. If you were a princess, <laughs> you should be able to command forces, and you can't even command your own fucking self go fuck yourself and then you get these girls like oh yeah no country chick dude she's not gluten free she's not vegan she just wants to ride you like a buck she's skinny and eats beef I love southern girls country girls girls, dude yeah like doesn't give a fuck like I don't care we could just park here like okay (laughs) like you know hell yeah girl let's lay in the field Country girls. You ever notice, dude? Like girls, girls out here don't cook for you. Like that's the they don't first cook. thing they don't I cook. loved about yeah. Southern girls. They will cook for you, bro. It's true. And they'll hate it. You'll be like, no, I'm not hungry. No, eat, eat. Girls here, are like, how do you? Where do you? Which side of the popcorn bag do you put up? The flat side no. goes yeah. down, you moron. Me, dude. Girls she was out like, here. She was like, I want to go on a date with you. I was like, all right. She's like, are you hungry? I was like, nah. She was like, I'm starving. Let's split a salad. Split a salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't eaten. All I had was a hey, wheat thin earlier. I haven't eaten all day. Which, by the way, after the show, we're going to go split a salad. We're going to wrap the show up. Wrap, Mason, wrap, wrap the thank show you, up. Thank you so much for, for you know. Hey, I just want to say, everybody, I want to thank you. Thank you, guys, for real. Thank you for I blessing say us. Thank you for Nestor for being a great weed connect for all these years. And uh, You know it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> they, would never suce- they would never suspect me of it, though. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, it's our secret. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to Nestorius Public Radio on SkidRowStudios.com. Please, please feel free to tell all of your friends and stay tuned. Tune in Thursday nights, 9 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, midnight to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to iTunes. Look up Nestorius Public Radio. Subscribe. Download the episodes. Rate us. Write a comment. You know what I mean? I like to read what the hell's going on. And if you want to hit us up, NestoriusPublicRadio.com. The website is up, live and direct. Go to Facebook, Nestorius Public Radio. Like us there. And go to Twitter. And Twitter is Nestorius NYC. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for Mason Pryor. Well, ne- next time we, we have you all, we'll talk about you know what kind of underwear you use and your dick size and all that other shit. We won't we'll talk about Richard Pryor. Sounds we'll just good. we'll talk about other shit. Love talking about my dick. Yeah, you know it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, big up, big up Richard Pryor, big up Mason Pryor, big up Omit the Logic, big up Simon Kaufman, big up Rich Corbin, big the fuck up Nestorius Public Radio. Ooh-wee, it's me. Ooh-wee.